Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's a hurt that I don't know I'll ever get over. There's some hurt feelings oh, uh, in the city of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada today. Where we broadcast from. That's where we're sitting right now. Breathing that air as we speak. So um, the NHL playoffs continue to motor along. I feel bad for people who uh, are not hockey fans right now. Because all you're hearing about is hockey. It's nonstop. Yeah. Even as a hockey fan, I'm like, oh boy. It's too much hockey talk. <laughs> Is this just about over? See, want- and I'm only like, I'm kind of in the middle. Like hockey, I'm going to enjoy the playoffs, the rest of the playoffs. But no matter what happens, I'm not going to let it affect me probably any further than about 10 minutes after the last game. You see, in some ways, I actually envy the Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Because they got that Band-Aid ripped off quickly. They're done. They now just get to relax and just <laughs> sleep in their disappointment. And if there's nothing, <laughs> if there's anything I know about Toronto Maple Leafs fans, they probably were over it five minutes later. Yeah. They moved yeah. on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas we are riddled with anxiety and will be for the next... Two to six weeks. Yeah. And depending. then the whole Gretzky thing, this didn't help. Yeah, the Wayne Gretzky thing is what really hurt the feeling. So Wayne Gretzky, he's an analyst for TNT uh, in the United States. And he filled out his bracket for how he thinks the playoffs are going to shake out. And he correctly predicted that the Flames and Oilers would both win and meet in the second round. Yeah, he went eight for eight in the first round. He's gotten every prediction right so far. Yeah. And uh, predict, predicted the Flames would beat the Oilers. <sighs> In round number two. So here's the guy, Ooh. Wayne Gretzky, who may be the most iconic Edmonton Oiler in the history of the Edmonton Oilers, picking the team down the highway. There are streets in the city named after that guy. There's statues of There him. is a giant Wayne Gretzky statue in front of the new arena. They actually moved it from the old arena <laughs> they did. to the new arena and put it out front. And uh, <laughs> he picked the flame, they. Ooh, it stings. A lot of people are trying to, I think they're in denial. They're like, oh, no, he's just trying to rile up the boys. He's just trying oh, to light yeah. a fire. Like, no, I don't think that's how filling out brackets works. He looked at the data <laughs> and uh, his surmised. Hockey, his hockey got, no, I don't think he said it, they're going to steamroll them. I think he said it was going to be a hard seven-game series. Well, he had to say that to take some of the edge off. Like, yeah. he's, <laughs> at least he didn't go, it's going to be the flames and it's going to be a sweep. <laughs> that would, that, people would riot. <laughs> Oh, but I also think that if he, you know, if he's wrong and the Oilers do win, he's probably not going to lose sleep over getting that prediction wrong. Yeah. No, he, uh, his hockey gut just told him to lean one way. But man, oh man, hurt feeling. It would be like finding out your dad bet on the other T-ball team. <laughs> It'd be exactly kid. the same thing. Like he was giving you kind of the rotten oranges, but he's giving the other team the good orange slices. Now let's talk about sports for people who don't know anything about sports. Perfect. Um, internet challenges. Mm-hmm. There's been some dumb ones. Like the, I was thinking to myself, cause I read about a new one and I laughed at first because it's so dumb. 
and I would like to see it performed, but there's just been some epically stupid things that people have done, like the Tide Pod challenge where you eat a Tide. Sure, they look delicious, but I guarantee they're not. No, that's a one-way ticket to the emergency room. Then there was the... um, you take a tablespoon of cinnamon. Oh, yeah. That was one of the first big ones. Oh, I feel like I would choke to death. Apparently People probably Im- died, right? It's pro- Apparently, it's impossible to do that. Ugh. What are some... Well, planking, was that a challenge? Was that yeah, a... That was more of a trend. a trend. That was dumb. But the one I read about this morning... So, if there was an awards show for dumb internet challenges, Tide Pod would probably win. But I think the Kool-Aid Man challenge would be a strong contender. This is where you film film yourself attempting to walk through a wall or a fence while saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, the story came out of one of those U.S. states where not a lot of things happen. The one that City and Color sings about <laughs> in that one song. Nebraska. Yeah. Where there's not a lot to do. And, yeah, apparently the kids there stumbled into old Kool-Aid commercials. Yeah. They're like, well, that looks like fun. And, yeah, now they're wrecking fences and walls. <laughs> Trying to burst through them? Uh, I would like to try it, but I have a feeling it's not as easy as you think it's going to be. No, I have the feeling that bursting through a wood fence, Mm -hmm. you better be certain you can blast through that thing because anything less than you coming right through that fence is going to be devastatingly painful and embarrassing. Can you imagine how soul-crushing it would be? And I know there's probably videos of this that exist, but I don't know, maybe you're the smallest kid on the football team and you're doing that thing where you're running out onto the field through a banner, but you can't penetrate the banner and you get slingshotted backwards into the team. You pretty much have to change your identity and move away. Oh, that could happen, right? I would think so. There's the one of the cheerleader who walked in front of it and then they burst through it and (laughs) ran her over. You know what? Here's a rabbit hole for you one day. Go on YouTube and watch marching bands getting hit, marching bands getting caught up in the play. Like they've moved on to the end zone because they're the halftime show, but the game's, the first half isn't quite over, and then somebody runs a ball in and goes crashing through the brass section. That's fantastic. Watch that. I have a feeling a tuba player can't take a tackle very well. No, no. Sounds good, but... (laughs) You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. There's so much toxicity and negativity in the air in Alberta right now as Calgary and Edmonton are, they're just hating on each other. Yeah, and it's only going to get worse as the series progresses. Oh my God, the balls of hatred are just getting bigger and bigger between these two cities. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, it was nice to see this morning, there was actually like a positive uplifting story that had nothing to do with the Battle of Alberta. It was just a story of a former CFL player here in the city. Won the Grey Cup back in 2015. Uh, Oh yeah, he was moving. He was moving with his family and decided to put his championship ring in his glove box while they were moving for safekeeping. And while they were doing all that, someone walked in there, took his ring. Ooh, That was about a month ago. And he said that uh, over the weekend, he got a message from someone who, I guess, found this ring for sale, bought it for $60, and returned it to him. That's a feel-good story. And then the guy goes, hey, let me reimburse you that 60 bucks." And the good Samaritan said no. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this is from Barb on the topic of the guy that had his ring stolen and returned. 
I lost my wallet, but didn't realize it. Hours after the fact, someone I know texted me to tell me that a lady had posted on one of the Facebook community pages that she was looking for me so she could return my wallet. I'm not a member of that group, but got a half dozen messages from friends and acquaintances to let me know my wallet had been found. Lots of good people out there. Okay. Maybe I will throw my wallet out the window on the way home today and see if it comes back to me. I have a, I have a good feeling it will. Uh, this is from Michelle. When I was 16, my boyfriend at the time broke up with me at West Edmonton Mall. I was a hysterical girl bawling her eyes out alone in the food court at the mall. A woman with two young kids came to my table and sat with me and consoled me. I called my mom to come pick me up and this woman sat with me the whole time until my mom got there. I have no idea who she was, but talk about going above and beyond. I would have been embarrassed to have been seen with me in that state, but she stuck it out. Michelle. Okay, that's a good one. Just randoms coming to your rescue. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So there's lots of these stories, apparently. I, like I said on the radio, I've often wondered if I lost my wallet, would it make its way back to me? I believe it would. I sort of I believe that there's more people that would go out of their way to return a wallet than there are that would just sort of vanish into the night. Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe the cash might not be there when you get your wallet <laughs> back, but uh... yeah. Uh, somebody just texted, "Breaking up in the food court at a mall is the most teenage thing you can do." Yeah, we had that story. Uh, I can't remember the person's name. It's Michelle. She got dumped when we, she, she was 16 in West Edmonton Mall. And a woman saw her crying in the food court. Just came and sat with her until her mom got there. <laughs> that is a rough place for a breakup. What is, yeah, don't dump people at the mall, especially when they have no way to get home. Or if they have to take a bus. Oh, Your mall Chinese food is salty enough. It doesn't need the salt from your sad so tears. So true. So true. You hit the nail on the head right there, Bryce. You don't need that extra sodium. Uh, I drove away with my wallet on the roof of my car. It flew off on the highway. Somehow someone spotted it on the road, stopped and grabbed it. I was working as a restaurant server at the time. It was the day after Mother's Day, so I had nearly $400 cash in my wallet. This guy who picked up the wallet looked me up on Facebook, saw where I worked and tried going there. It was closed, so he drove to a branch of my bank. The closest one was nearly 20 minutes away and left it there with all my cash still in it. I couldn't believe he went to all that trouble to get it back to me, Jessica. Ooh. That's a good one. That guy, yeah, he burnt serious calories to get that wallet back. He did. Uh, Somebody else says, I found a wallet in a house basement that we bought in BC a couple of years ago. The driver's license and student IDs were about 10 years old. The last name was Polish, like all consonants and one vowel. I started calling similar names. Got the guy's grandpa, then his sister. And then at the end of the day, he showed up. He was blown away that he got his wallet back. Nothing of value in it. Miles. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, Miles is listening in Prince George where he says gas is 2.04 a liter. Ooh. So is is everybody putting that in their signature now, in their text signature? What the local gas costs. <laughs> it's a nice touch, though, Miles. Thanks for that. Man, yeah, look at all these wallets getting returned. Yeah, okay. That's really good. It makes me feel better that if I did lose mine, maybe I could get it back. Well, Bryce, while you were away a few minutes ago in the bathroom, I threw your wallet onto Gateway Boulevard. 
Oh. So let's see if it comes back. Just to Fingers see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. We're just telling stories about the, uh, the strangers amongst us who turn out to be good people and not evil at all. Uh, this, is, this comes from the story of the guy who got his gray cup ring returned the other day. He put it in his glove box. Somebody broke into his car and took it. But somebody found the ring, tracked him down, and got the ring back to him. Uh, I've said, sometimes think about just, you know, when I'm driving home from work, driving down Calgary Trail, if I tossed my wallet out the window right now, would it make its way back to me? I feel like it would. I'm not 100% sure. But some of these stories um, make me think that it would make its way back to me. This one just came in. No, it doesn't say who it's from. But it says, before you do your wallet experiment, I've lost my wallet and had it returned with everything inside it once. Then a couple of years later, last summer, I lost it again, only to get a call from the RCMP in Brooks that they arrested someone trying to open bank accounts and take loans in my name. There are some good people out there and some very much not good people. Oh, you want to hear a good one? This one comes from right inside this building. I don't know. Is Brandy here? Brandy texted me on my phone. I think I don't know if she's here or not. So Brandy Taylor is our music director. She sent me this. When I was 18, I was living in Fort McMurray. I decided in my teenage girl wisdom that driving to Edmonton at 11 p.m. to see my friends was an awesome idea. 90 minutes into the trip, my car broke down on the side of the road. As I stood on the highway, on this, as I stood on the side of the highway in the pitch dark beside my smoking car, an older guy in a huge pickup pulled up beside me, rolled down his window, and shouted that this was the last place I should be standing alone. He handed me his cell phone, told me to call my mother so I felt safe, and to get in his truck. He shared the lunch that he had packed and sat and waited with me for over an hour while we waited for a tow truck. Then, even though he was headed in the opposite direction, he offered to drive me back to Fort McMurray so I wouldn't have to ride with the tow truck driver. He said he just hoped someone would do the same for his daughters. See, isn't that a good one? Thank you, Brandy. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, one more before we go. This person says, I was living and working downtown. My car got broken into me being dumb and in my 20s. I had left my wallet and a quarter ounce bag of weed in the glove box. Days later, a homeless dude tracked me down at the salon I was working at on Jasper. He'd found all my ID along with my business cards in a dumpster and he returned it all minus the bag of weed he didn't even ask for a reward i bought him lunch and gave him some cash though okay that's a good story okay one more this is a shorty my dad was renovating a house and found thirty-six thousand dollars in very old cash behind the wall and he gave it to the homeowners they were baffled they didn't know it was there and that he gave it back to them jenna Okay, your dad sounds like a good dude. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You don't, uh, you're not a Jersey guy, huh? No, only if I'm going to the actual sporting event. Otherwise, it just hangs nicely in my closet. Yeah. Sometimes I think I should be a Jersey guy. I've got a few of them. None of them look good on me, though. 
We did talk about doing uh, maybe a Jersey Tradio. Remember how we used to do Tradio here? Where you call in and you go, yeah, I got a, a 2006, I don't know, Dwayne Rollison jersey. I'd like to trade it for a six-pack of beer. Maybe you got too many jerseys. And maybe you could use some beef jerky. Or, I don't know, some bookends. Maybe your books are always tipping over. Yeah, not everyone can afford a new $250 jersey, but yeah. maybe they can take an old one off your hands for a case of beer. Yeah. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Yeah, I don't know that Jersey Tradio is going to work because you get attached to things like your old Oilers jerseys. Sort of like the way I got attached to cardboard boxes. Can't get rid of a cardboard box. <laughs> Nothing like a good box. Never know when you're going to need one. I would never give away my boxes. You would never give away your jersey. I kind of thought that maybe... Like, think about it. A lot of people, you upgrade your Oilers jersey over the years, and then the old ones just go in the closet, never to see the light of day again. And I thought maybe you'd be... I'll trade my old jersey for, I don't know, a dozen PBR... But no takers so far. Actually, Kenny says, uh, the only way Jersey Tradio will work in this town is if someone was spurned by a lover and they never came back and picked up their jersey. So you'd only get rid of it because of spite. If that's the case, I have a six-pack for any broken relationship jerseys. Okay, Kenny. Somebody else says... Uh, I would be happy if you brought back Tradio in any capacity. I absolutely love Tradio. I ended up with a gumball machine, a tenor saxophone, and a heavy bag from wheeling and dealing on Tradio. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>